Welcome to the Better Human Podcast, podcast about making humans better humans and demystifying the world of relationships, communication, and entrepreneurship for your better life. For this season and the next few weeks, we're taking a break from our regular episodes. And instead, we're inviting back some of our most popular guests and some new ones to ask them one very important question, which is what has been the most important learnings you've taken from the last two years? These mini episodes are designed to give you insights from our tribe and mentors so you can learn from their experiences and enhance your own life and contribute to making humans better humans. All right, welcome back. We are doing a very special series and uh, we've had some amazing people and this is probably gonna be one of the best. We've got the one and only Michael Epstein, CEO of Next Growth, also known AKA as The Coach. You might've heard this episode from uh, last season, but Michael, welcome back. I'm really glad you're here. Thank you, Greg. Love being here. Love to participate. Michael, you are, and uh, for lack of a better word, you are very experienced. You're an amazing coach. I think you've got amazing mentorship to share. And considering the fact that we've gone through a pretty intense couple of years, I wanted to get together with some people and ask them one question, which was, what's been some of the biggest lessons you've taken over the last couple of years? So let's start there. It's a great question. So as a coach to many businesses and many leaders of businesses, the probably if I had to reflect and try to pin it down to one word or one theme, I've watched how businesses have been resilient and that resiliency is discovered, is tested and rediscovered and tested and rediscovered. And when I say it that way, when you think of COVID beginning March 15 to 2020, we're two years into it. It's not only COVID and it's various phases with Omicron, et cetera. It's the associated impacts on businesses from supply chain challenges, people getting sick, production slowdowns, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's constant change, constant adapting to change, but it's that resiliency. Our destination is the same. We get these detours and how do we find the right detour to get back to our destination? Like even most recently, the last few months, still, while still Coming out of Omicron, we go into the border truck protests and the impact on supply to Canadian markets, for, for that matter. We're, get, we're in an inflationary period of you know, wage inflation and gas and oil, depending on what sector you operate in. And then, of course, there's the U Russia's invasion of Ukraine and certain sectors that are commodity-based that rely on international trade of commodities, like whether it's aluminum, copper, or steel, it's craziness. Like it's just insanity, but the teams and the businesses are resilient. And I was in a management meeting, a leadership meeting earlier in the week and with a commodity based business where price escalations and volatility have been crazy. And the leader was just fantastic. And then completely authentic way just said we don't have the answers we're going to have certain strategies we're going to have to plan we have to take certain positions in inventory but what we have is you we have us we have the team we have a great team we're going to figure it out we're just going to lock in together and drive it through so it's great teams it's resiliency it's great leaders who are authentic demonstrate compassion care and compassion for their people all the way through. I totally agree with the resilience, but I'm beelining to the thing that you said around teams and light bulbs went off in my head where I'm like, 
yeah, maybe that's a really also important lesson, which is the, the team, your community, the group uh, that you anchor to and you, and you belay. I think in a lot of cases with teams, we need to adopt both roles, the belayer, which is how do I support and maybe also sometimes the, the climber, right? There's a very cool adventure race. I think it might be called adventure race. It's like an amazing race, but what this is, is they pop you in the middle of nowhere. And you and your team have to make your way out or you race all the way to the end. And it happens over two or three or four days. Like it's a long thing. You as a team go out and you, you have to mountaineer, you have to hike, you have to kayak, you have to swim, you have to climb, you have to swing, you have to do this, but you have to do it as a team. And the rule is if anyone on your team quits, the whole team forfeit. You can't leave anyone behind and you're only as slow as the slowest word. And as a team, you got to decide when to rest and when to sleep and when to move and when to shift and all that stuff. And I think to that point, maybe it's the team that helps us also become resilient as individuals. Maybe it's my experience with others that helps me develop that resilience. There's no question that lead, leaders take their strength from the strength of the team. Absolutely no question. And your amazing race metaphor story, they're absolutely the strength and the bonds and the trust they develop, the, the timing, effectiveness of communication, making sure everybody's aligned and on board. It's, it sounds trite and basic, but during turbulent times like the last two years and unforeseen how much longer, it, it matters. It really matters, especially the trust and the bonds and building meaningful connections within the team and how we manifest that self for them through their own relationships. So this is a, it's a big question, but I figured you're a, you're a big time guy. So you can handle it professional leagues, right? What advice would you have for us moving forward over the next couple of years? What should we do? What, how should we think? What are some of the thoughts? My thoughts are the same. They're not, it's not anything new because of where we are today, March, 2022. Invest in relationships, invest in meaningful, deep relationships with your team, with whoever your reports are, ensure that they're developing meaningful, connected, deep relationships with the people below them and it cascades its way through. And that trust and bond can be shaken, but, it's, but you don't want it to ever be broken. Right. Right. I think it's leaders, what great leaders do and great leaders spend more time with their people. Yeah. Which is somewhat difficult to do or has been challenged and difficult to do over the last little while. So, and I've been having that conversation recently because people are like, my team's a little fatigued or burnt out mental health. And what do you think I should do? And I said, this is going to sound really sort of basic, but like, when was the last time you did some social hoorah, fun team, people laughing, storytelling, breaking the ice, shifting things around. And there's a lot of that investment that we can start to help and create as leaders and start to promote some of those activities and groups getting together back to the team, right? We need to be around each other. No question that people are a hundred percent worn down from virtual team events. Yeah, mm -hmm. the longing for human interaction is just, yeah. you know, so pervasive and, and so needed. Right. And so coffee walks, outdoor lunches as the weather's starting to get better in Toronto anyways, right. but just all of that, it's so essential and so vital for the well-being of people. Correct. 
Correct. I actually said to my team this week, I was like, start talking to clients and let me know who wants to live because I think it's time that we start to actively let people know that if they're interested, we can do this for that exact reason, which is just getting together with people, not to replace. I think virtual training and coaching will always be here to add to the, to, to the learning and the coaching virtually and doing some of the live things in conjunction with that is going to be important. I completely agree. Mr. Epstein, tell us about your company. Where can people learn more about it and where can people get in touch with you? Nextgrowthgroup.com. LinkedIn, Michael Epstein, one or the other or both, and happy to have a coffee, chat, telephone discussion with anyone, especially if they come through you, Greg. Yeah, for sure. Well, I, I know you are, and, and I think that's sort of part of your gift to everyone, which is your willingness to serve and, and be there for others. My one lawyer that I've known for 25 years said, we're in the business, we're in one business, you and I, Michael. And I said, oh, what business is that? And he was right when I'm about to say, it's people helping people. Right, right. It's very true, man. It's very, 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 very true. My lawyer in the U.S. is like that. He's very pro being an entrepreneur and being of service and giving. In fact, he runs a podcast as well. All right, Michael, it's been a real pleasure. I thank you for your time. Are there any parting words of wisdom or advice that you want to share before we go? Invest in people. Invest in those relationships. It's amazing. You know, It'll pay know. off. Love the fact that you repeated that because that's an important point to, to keep drilling down in people. For sure. All right. If you like today's episode, don't forget to like it, subscribe to it, share it, and we will see you next time.